0: I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Take one. Do you want anything from the shop? Call it out. chocolate It doesn't say anything about a chocolate does it? No. No, it doesn't. Sure it doesn't. So fuck off!
1: My boy says he can eat 50 eggs. He can eat 50 eggs.
0: I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore! You're certifiable, Quint, you know that? You're certifiable!
1: Hello, Dimitri. Listen, I-, I can't hear too well. Do you suppose you could turn the music down just a little?
2: Oh, that's much better.
3: Hello and welcome to On Oddity. It's our second Spool podcast of the month. Um, And it's number 34. Number 34. So we've kind of cut the podcast up in two with the first start of the month. You would have heard it was our wrap up of August. In September, current. Yeah. So now we're going to do our Watch with Spool where we pick two films. And this year or this month we had Revenge of the Nerds and White Hot American Summer.
1: Yeah. And the most exciting part is that uh, they're both two American films and we're joined by an actual American and avid film fan, Zoe Saunders. Hello, Zoe. Welcome to the pod.
2: Hello. Or if I'm introduced that way, I feel like I should say, Howdy, y'all.
1: Howdy, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. A Yankee. Yeah. That's probably offensive. Is Is it offensive? Is it offensive? No, I don't think so. I oh. heard a great thing on the... Uh, on I don't the, care
2: that much for baseball. On the Sounds radio a little up. while ago about
1: national anthems, and they were talking about the American national anthem and how it became very close to being Yankee Doodle. And uh, oh, they really? then played, you know, dun, 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 Yankee Doodle, and they were like, imagine every time if America won... Um, oh, the theme for it. ...at the Olympics, that, yeah, this song is what the national anthem would have been. It was well, fun. the thing
2: is that we have a handful of national anthems. Oh, yeah. Maybe, I guess only one of them actually qualifies as the National Anthem. Yeah. But we have all of our songs that... I got very confused when I was um, at a athletics event in the UK, and they started playing the British National Anthem, and I thought it was mine, because Just one of them. our songs... No, it's the same tune. Da,
1: da, 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 yeah, yeah, we call that... Old Shatter, or no? It's no, it's a... a
2: it's God Bless America oh America the Beautiful America the Beautiful yeah yeah.
1: you have that at the start of like the Super Bowl and Wrestlemania and everything you'll get like Jennifer Hudson some of these people will get to sing it well I Um, didn't
2: realise that that was God Save the King Queen yeah I think it certainly
1: starts off the exact same on the same it no it's the exact
2: same tune and I remember being very confused at this uh, sports event turning to the person next to me saying why are you playing my national what I also
1: enjoyed as we discussed nationality (laughs) and (laughs) you know national identity um, it was George Hook was talking about it so he was saying that uh you <laughs> in the 80s Ireland has two national anthems for the oh. rugby team the rugby team is an all Ireland uh, team so Northern Ireland and Republic so they don't have a Ron Naveen or God Save the Queen and so in the 80s they didn't know what to do so apparently for a while Danny Boy was played as oh, the okay. national anthem at, like, Before, a, at the Rugby or World Orleans Cup Call or whatever. and then Ireland's Call was written by Phil Coulter. but oh. this is the most wonderful tangent that we've Phil Goulter wrote Ireland's <laughs> oh, Call oh, so, yeah. pretty good cool
0: yeah.
3: ok so enough talk about Should nationalities shall yeah let's talk about films uh, will we start with
1: Revenge of the Nerds? Um, I think Let's so, yeah. Let's start with that, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, That's um, how I viewed them. Yeah, we split it up. <laughs> I viewed it the other way around. So uh, Revenge of the Nerds is a film from 1984. It's considered uh, somewhat of a college classic in America and yet hadn't been on my radar at all. Poor I'd me. heard
3: of it maybe from Simpsons or certain things yeah. and I haven't watched it. I'm
1: like, oh, that's what that's referencing. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's a new yeah, trauma
2: parody of yeah. it also. Yeah.
1: So it took in 40 million bucks, um, which I got my calculator out and adjusted it for inflation, which would bring it up to 100 million, which would put it in the top five uh, all-time college Uh, movies uh, behind Monsters University Uh, well I mean you can you can define anything as a like 22 Jump Street is a college movie but 21 Jump Street isn't Box Office Mojo does this and I had my calculator out Um, but then another film which again I don't know but made tons of money uh, Back to School 1986 Rodney Dangerfield Oh, oh, brilliant. That made, um, oh, yeah, over okay. 100 million. I presume it's it, I horrendously offensive. Yeah, so. That's the guy from Caddyshack, if anyone's not yeah. recognising his name. Ah, yes, right, yeah. okay. With the big eyes, bulgy eyes. Yeah. So, um, anyway, the film tells the story of different social groups at the fictional Adams University, which saw a group of freshman losers, which, uh, aka nerds, which at the time in the 80s was a super offensive term, um, banding together after they're kicked out of their college dorm by the jocks. We all know the jocks. And then um, alongside them, there's some supporting sororities. Uh, what are they called? The, the Omega Muse, uh, who were the kind of geeky women, who I guess were just the normal women, as we would call them. Yeah. And then the kind of cheerleader, Pi Delta Pi, who were the kind of all-American blondes. Yeah, so the nerds Daisy, have to go and form their own the sorority.
3: Uh, and they uh, form the tri which I thought is a very funny kind of thing. But again, probably is offensive in its own thing. It's an entirely... Like, black, African-American... Because that
1: was the only one that didn't have a presence. And so that's where yeah. they went for their...
3: They became... There's a funny joke, I think, towards the end of the film with that. I kind of liked it. Um, but yeah, it's everything is a stereotype in the film. Yeah.
1: Like, everything <laughs> is, you know... Yeah, but they've banded... What's interesting is that in this group of nerds, they've chucked a gay person in. They've put a black person in. Well, so I was put...
2: trying to decide if that was... No, they've put a single black gay person yeah, the
1: stereotype. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it was convenient writing um, I took uh, well
2: his character I thought was like such a stereotype that I was the, offended by it but then also I couldn't decide if I was glad he existed at least yeah
3: true. And like then, the bit with the javelin and the him, wobbly javelin yeah because of the way
1: he's got a limp-rested hand you're like oh come on that's ridiculous yeah so it did it played into all the kind of stereotypes the nerds are offended by the jocks but then by the end of it they effectively become the powerful entity in the film that the jocks had and Mm -hmm. you're like well that isn't really any good either I was kind of worried about the morality of that as well you know that initially they were the kind of the underdog, and then they became the powerful force in it. And yeah, I don't know. I, I read... are those
3: sororities? Not sororities. What is it called? The women. Well, fraternities. The fraternities. Yeah. No. Is, is it the fraternities, fraternities just is it... male? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, fraternities are, are male. Sororities are female. Yeah. But is it, it really like that in the States, or is it just... Oh, we didn't
2: have them at my school. I don't oh, okay. actually know. Yeah. But I think... Oh, so, well... Oh yeah, well, I they think come there from... are nice people that are in them.
3: Yeah, I hope so,
2: so. I think there can be. Yeah, they have a bad reputation in America. There have been a few high-profile cases of different sorts of. Either hazing scandals or uh, sexual harassment things, And
1: initiation
2: yeah, pr- things yeah.
1: to get into them. Yeah, John
3: Goodman is this uh, probably his thinnest in a him. while. Yeah. yeah, and he's just he seems to run the school alongside the dean. He's just the coach of the football team, so he comes across as a bit of an asshole. But he and then like it's like he's the adult jock, and then the dean is the adult nerd.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true though that these uh, football coaches at some universities in the U.S get paid much more than the deans do and really like have the heroes. Enormous power. yeah
1: yeah
3: but it's like a it's like a rougher like animal house kind of it reminded me of animal house so the other thing
1: with this that was revealed is that i hadn't seen animal house since oh, like oh okay yeah but it, it's because very but I, this is like a it's quite like, embarrassed to admit that to you but.
3: a rougher like revenge of the nerds is like a i don't know It's more
1: exaggerated
3: yeah animal you. house is much nicer and kind of friendlier and it's more you know, it has the whole toga thing and, like, the jock thing, but it's not... This is more just kind of nasty or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the nerds are horrible in this, actually. I don't really yeah. like them at all. Like, I, I wouldn't want I to I mean, be. they
2: could have taken the... I think they could have had, like, a, a moral high road that they could have followed and then come out above. Oh. But, but really, the thing, they were just constantly nasty tricks is how they win at the end.
3: Yeah, and that whole... The security cameras, that's, that's really... That's just... That's
2: just... Yeah. I have a... I read this nice... Okay
1: yeah I know that was very strange wasn't it it's like, oh, this it was a real sinister touch to it it was a bit yeah. like what um, I read this good kind of analysis of it on the AV Club the critic A.A. Dowd so will I read some of it to you for, sure. for, so this is a proper like this is a couple of thousand words dissecting the morality of the whole thing so oh, there's none at um, all. The bit all yeah there's none so um, the bit I kind of like the jocks have a wild drunken party and the nerds go one better by having a drunken and stoned party in the jock party a song with cock rock lyrics called are you ready is played and in the opening of the nerd party there's a similarly themed song called Are You Ready For The Sex Girls and then it's like this whole wild versus boring juxtaposition between everything um, and, Bo- and then he draws this comparison between like Booger and Ogre so Ogre is the big kind of dumb guy and the two of them the scenes where one of them has two women and then later in the film we see um, Booger with the two women as well and oh yeah there's this you know there's... so there's nothing really that separates them yeah yeah So my... I quite like Booger he turned it up in
3: I don't know if it's it's um Better off dead, yeah, John Q. Yeah. Like he's not. He's kind yeah. of those. He's turned up in a spade. Those yeah. films.
1: And when films. we were talking about the stereotypes, you forgot about the Japanese stereotype as well. The most yeah. I watched it with Carol at home, and Car- uh, she was, had has been to Japan, so enjoyed watching it and just going, well, "What?" Terrible. Like you know, he's he's a stereotype because he's polite and he's a and his camera and he's He's terrible. a, he's
2: he's a and Japanese. And make a joke about ten everywhere. times
3: out of the fact that the yellow thing, the L and O R. They keep yeah. making jokes about that, and then yeah, he oh, has yeah, the camera yeah. where he's just taking photos and yeah. Very, very, very. I I'm saying it though, And
2: at the end, they have him hitting a gong.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. When they do the band, and then
2: he's wearing, wearing an Native American headdress. Native <laughs> American.
3: It was just like, how this is offensive on like so many levels. Yeah. And um, the best cameo I thought. Well, it wasn't really a cameo, but he later became the um, in The West Wing. You know the ginger guy in the film. Yeah, who oh, plays Point the violin, the yeah, violin yeah. he plays the violin he becomes yeah. the chief news guy in the West Wing oh, who has yeah. a bit of a thing with I Cedar. saw one or
1: two where are they now kind of things and they've all sort of shown up I am the the head jock I think his name was Stan yeah uh, ended up in married so he had him. been in Happy Days he was not married did you recognise him yeah, yeah yeah and had been in Mad Men he was in an episode as well so he went on to places but he is deplorable I yeah. really think in the first draft of the script he was actually a nerd and at the end he was going to reveal it at the oh, big he comes showcase out of the closet, yeah. but then. That didn't happen. There's at There's
3: four Revenge so. the Nerds. I think when I was flicking through IMDb, they got four more out of this. Mm-hmm. And there's also a really horrible scene where uh, oh, this, we're going to talk about it. It's the Star Wars thing where the uh, where she goes into the funhouse, um yeah, pretending that's... to be. The thing. I was just like, this is not cool in any way. That like, was that's rape. definitely right. Yeah, like you know. <laughs> and then she's okay with it. Like she, the way she's
2: okay with it. Also, while he's raping her, his friends are selling nude pictures of her yeah. outside. Yeah. That she seems kind of... A, either she doesn't realise it's happening or she's okay with that too.
1: Yeah. It's really, really messed up. Betty Childs. Yeah. That's her kind yeah. of character. Yeah, really weird. He has the mask. So for anyone who... Obviously a lot of people listening won't have watched this, but um, the nerd kind of takes a fancy to the head cheerleader, Betty Childs. So Lewis, the nerd, played by Robert Carradine, and... Um, kind of fancies her and then lures her into this like house of mirrors like this fun house kind of but wearing her
2: boyfriend's costume boyfriend's yeah,
1: boyfriend's costume like, so it's this Darth Vader kind of scene and then she goes oh and then it's like oh you know and she, so she's been really badly treated by the jock boyfriend before and so then now she gets kind of badly treated by this but she clearly has no Respect for herself, so I think she. And used she them, falls
2: in love with him within a few minutes. Yeah. That's the worst yeah.
1: part of it, you know. All. It's... And so I don't know what the message there is. I wonder if there's stuff <laughs> like that that has kind of stopped it going on to get any kind of yeah critical reappraisal in the way that like the National Lampoon's ones.
3: Yeah, like have. Animal House or something like
1: that. Well, it was
2: slated yeah. for a remake in 2007.
3: Okay, and they started
2: yeah. to do it, and then um, probably they like... you No, know, they started production. And the producers didn't like the dailies, so they just slated the whole thing. Didn't
1: work, yeah,
3: because um, like, what what was the recent one with Will Farrell? Um,
1: the the recent the one with school. Will Farrell. Old
3: school, yeah. It's kind The recent for old school. It's from from old oh, yeah, Twelve years ago, the more <laughs> more recent. That came ago. out last week, didn't it? Um, yeah. that is even tame compared to this. Like yeah. It's, yeah, you know. So yeah. it's it was very startling to see stuff yeah. like that. It was just like, did, did you laugh much? a couple of times I like there's a joke towards the end where the alpha um Alpha, betas No, the tri lambdas. Sorry, the, the, the yeah. fraternity. They all turn up. Yeah, and but go when against... they
2: when the six black men enter, which for some reason twenty football players are intimidated well, we... by six middle aged black men. Yeah. But when they walk on, they have this America funky fears, baseline.
1: America on. fears black people, so we've a clip from this, which is basically trying to be like this. It's calling to mind like the civil rights movement. Yeah. yeah. The nerds are the the thing. So, and um, we'll just take the clip and then we'll chat about it a bit more. I
0: just wanted to to say that. <laughs> And I'm a nerd. And I'm here tonight to stand up for the rights of other nerds. I mean, uh, all our lives, we've been laughed at and made to feel inferior. And and tonight, those bastards, they trashed our house. Why? Because we're smart? Because we look different? Well... We're not.
1: I'm a nerd and uh I'm pretty proud of it. So that's the guy from Eor uh, Anthony Daniels. Yeah, oh, is that who uh, that is. Yeah, yeah, having, you know, and and you're watching it and behind him are the kind of the six guys from the tri national level mm-hmm. and they're yeah. ho- holding back so um, I ended up digging in uh, to older reviews of this so it came out on DVD and around the time of that remake I think but mm-hmm. I read um, comments on The Onion and someone was saying that the whole thing is like this big civil rights movement and the way it's sort of like dealing with the movement of uh, people so the refugee like the refugee kind of thing so they're given a space to live and then the big white man comes in kicks them out they go and build another nice place big angry white man comes in kicks them out of that space and then they're back and then by the end of it they fight back and everyone's like oh maybe maybe we were wrong to do that and that's ridiculously like that's yeah but like you can't read into that because it's just you could, like, they, in one way, yeah, do it, though. The way, if you want to read it in a very academic way, like, as you say, like, he's giving a speech as he's framed by seven, like, guys in uniform, Black Panther style yeah. Yeah, guys yeah. holding back. And it, it deliberately plays with that kind of imagery, I think. Mm. I think it's sm- it's trying to be a bit smarter than it thinks, but yeah. it ends up just being insanely offensive. Did you find any of it funny, though, at all?
2: Um, I'm thinking.
1: The music. Revenge of the Nerds.
2: They got oh yeah, their performance at the end, if you take out the offensive Japanese yeah. character dressed up as an offensive Native American yeah, stereotype. the
1: Yeah, If you take kind of him thing. out,
2: the rest of it yeah. is sort of an yeah. amusing yeah. performance. Yeah. Um.
3: With the fireworks, I like the way they used science to their thing. The, they had invented some nonsense yeah. thing where he didn't get drunk when he was going around the yeah. track.
2: I thought the Nerds Party was pretty funny.
1: With um, Thriller and all the kind of... The,
3: they then they all just got that. stoned yeah and then, when they're stoned it seems which yeah. again is quite a racist thing with the two there's two members from the tri and they pass oh, the yeah, joint yeah, to them and yeah. you're just like that's oh, no good great
2: mm. um, one thing that kind of bothered me though is that uh, what's his name Lewis um, he gets carazine. a girlfriend at the party
1: Yes. There's a... Oh, Gilbert. Where, uh, no, 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 no not Gilbert. Of... Oh. No, no, Gilbert
2: has his accordion playing girlfriend.
1: Yes. Sorry. Judy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But
2: then Lewis goes upstairs and makes out with that girl yep. who really likes him and is telling him, I think your robot is sexy. Can and so she actually her? seems to like him as a person. Yeah. And then he decides that he to go is the. Goes the jock route. Yeah. The cheerleader. Yeah. So then it seems like he's the one that's being, like, they hate the cheerleaders, they hate the sorority girls because they're too superficial to, you know, not look past their geeky looks and mm. appreciate them as a person. But, but then he does want. the exact same thing that yeah. he doesn't like.
0: There's
3: a good montage in it when they're tidying up the house. I yeah. like that. Yeah. It was like there was good, solid 80s montage. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really understand the robot. They didn't yeah. really introduce it or give it a backstory? Like, I thought Here's that was going to be the
1: key. So I, from the plot summary, you know, the, the Revenge of the Nerds, and I was like, oh, they're clearly going to build an amazing robot and win some sort of national prize, win a million dollars or something. But the robot, they just have a robot who kind of helps them on occasion. Um, and clearly it was written by someone who didn't understand computers. Like, this was 84, probably written in about 1983, mm. so the computer bit he's like uh, that's not possible sure. Gilbert Was Gilbert is demoing a computer yeah. and all it's doing is like drawing I know he, how do
2: you program that he'll but... type
1: like sound effects of typing and uh, uh, I, uh, I'm i pretty sure computers can't do that yeah, I don't like, know if you could do that now even you
2: can type <laughs> Uh, type
1: of drawing and animation and have a dance yeah yeah. Um, so anyway I'm in the do we have any more trivia I don't think I do have one bit of trivia which fans of 80s movies will like Uh, Gilbert's nerdy girlfriend was played by Michelle Mayrink and Sarah Jessica Parker and John Cusack both auditioned for that neither of them got it probably better off yeah Um, she's now a Buddhist um that's it that's all my trivia for that anyway I went in the I ended up in the kind of two out of five camp maybe one and a half maybe but mm. interesting to watch but don't want to watch it at all
3: and, no I wouldn't yeah, recommend it to people
1: no no out no. of
3: five Sorry.
2: is this one of those one to five or zero is possible uh, a zero, oh,
3: right. is possible. Yeah, zero is possible so I'd, go... I'd give
2: it a point five then a half, point five,
3: a half. yeah yeah. i give it a one yeah, I so wow, I ended up being most. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, was hard.
1: that actually says a lot, maybe about our personalities so rather than we're all probably averaging on about the one, one and a half, but huh. we have different outlooks. Um, anyway, we'll just wrap up with the with the intro music, which I thought was actually kind of fun. This is uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Which is <gasps>
3: The so- well, moving on to a more positive, I think I feel that we will like it a bit more. Wet Hot American Summer. Um, I hadn't a clue about this film until it came on Netflix, and they were coming back for a TV show of it. So then Netflix as well were like, "Oh, here's the film," and it was from two thousand and one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was
1: in our our esteemed uh, contributor Mick McGovern featured it in his uh, July roundup, and so that was a good. It was just as that TV show came out. um
3: Yeah, so it's the last day of camp. Wet Hot American Summer starts insane cast um i'll quickly run down to um janine gruffalo david hyde pierce who is niles from fraser michael showwater nobody really knows amy poehler's in it uh christopher malini who people recognize from oz or law and order or x y and Z. um ken marino who cropped up an obvious child he's uh, i don't really know him from anything and he's got his own tv show at the moment
2: well a lot of these guys were on a sketch comedy show called uh, the state which i'd never heard of until i just watched this and i looked up some of their old skits from was mid-90s. it for mtv or yeah yeah
3: MTV. yeah um yeah so it's got a ridiculous cast in it um you
2: didn't even mention bradley cooper
3: and Bradley Cooper yes and it's there's a kind of this is an aside before we get into it there's a making of on Netflix as well and it's hilarious because they talk to Bradley Cooper and he's just really like humble and being like oh it's great to work with all these people they're
1: so funny and it's just I'm really like. he's not a comedy actor in this is he like in a way no he wasn't
2: even an actor yet (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) no this was his one of his first films and he actually skipped his uh, acting school graduation to go to the filming of this movie instead
3: hardcore
1: um, yeah, probably,
2: so it's probably
1: a,
3: a good decision. Yeah, it's the last day of camp, um,
1: and kind of you
3: think it should be day of an
1: insanely long summer camp. Yeah, which is eight pretty weeks. Eight
3: weeks. that's
2: normal. That's normal,
3: <laughs> that's normal. Sorry, in America. Fairfied that's normal. By American, two months. you probably only get two months off from school, though, do you?
2: You get um, about three months off from school. Okay. And so summer camp will be. Well, I guess it can range between two and eight weeks.
3: So your parents see you for two weeks. <laughs> piss off for two months and they'll see you for two weeks before well, you my to my parents didn't school. pay for summer camp oh, Okay, fair <laughs> enough yeah there was a TV show on Channel 4 that was like a, a fly on the wall thing of summer camp it seems like a lot of fun
1: right what? an American summer camp yeah
3: yeah yeah back when I was at school and I'd watch it mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah anyway this is getting ridiculous so mm-hmm. White Hot American Summer last day camp. camp mm-hmm. um, it's bonkers you kind of think it's just going to be a normal it's kind of like a piss take on the generic kind of teen 80s American films and what I really loved about it was the absolute insane off the wall. There's a segment when a load mm-hmm. of the campers kind of going, going into to town. town, which is just insane because it's like that fun thing. Oh, we're going into town. Cool. And I, it reminded me of um, Halloween, you know, the horror um, or no, Friday the 13th. There's the bit where they go off from camp into town and they have drinks and then they come back. But in this, it's it, start, yeah, it starts yeah, It starts off really nice to like have fries and stuff, and then it gets worse and worse and end up like in a cracked end.
2: Yeah, they're all strung out
3: uh, shooting up. But I then can, they just come back yeah. to the camp and it's like, oh wait, they really well, say like- so we
2: can have such a great time even when you only go for twenty minutes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it has that real madness, kind of off the wall, zany. Um, yeah.
2: And then the bit with the. Um, spaceship yeah the spaceship that's going to crash and kill them all
3: yeah and then <laughs> oh, yeah. the talking kind of fruit that okay. doesn't really have a thing vegetables. as well yeah. vegetables not fruit who is voiced by Bob's Burgers and Arthur for any trivia nuts out there um, so
1: oh. yeah can, can, may have nailed the trivia yeah uh, buzzer, Nails, but... what do you think of it um, yeah I like so I haven't watched the 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 T V series yet. I don't had you watched it before watching the film or what after? order did you go? So you watched it after Film definitely, and then the T V show. Yeah. yeah,
2: definitely watch it after. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, so that would be I, I don't think um, it makes any sense. Yeah, so no, I did uh I liked it. It was it was absolutely bonkers. It was so funny to just have everyone kinda of cropping up. I'd nearly want to watch it again and just stop playing the Oh, there's your man from Oh there's your and there oh yeah. Um so no, I enjoyed it. Like I don't think there's I don't think there's much depth to it, but because it's so kinda it does seem a bit like a bit Flippant or a bit yeah. fun And yeah, more an assembly of sort of ideas Like I don't think you're going to mm. Hark back to it But I laughed like at least 15 times ah. No, definitely
3: Christopher Molina I think is great in it He's like the cook
2: Yeah, I'd never seen him do comedy before I just know him as a Lieutenant Stabler from Law and Order Yeah And so I thought he was surprisingly very funny
1: and he's the best thing in the TV show, I think. Then as well. So like how many yeah. of these guys have uh, as someone who, if I've been in the cave for the last month, how many of them have ended up in the Netflix series? All First of them. day of camp, so they're all back. Yeah, they got, along they with worked with everyone's faces schedules well. to have
2: everyone back. Yeah, but it, then in addition, they have Jason Schwartzman and
1: it's John Hamm and Chris Hamm, Reed, maybe some of those names. The guy yeah. as well. Oh, Arrested Development.
2: Oh, Michael Sarah has Michael a good Sarah. bit. He's
3: him. kind of cool, and he plays a lawyer. Um. yeah there's lots of ridiculous storylines to make it because they have the storyline of the talking can of fruit they then have the guy vegetables eat- pork vegetables sorry uh, <laughs> so they have Thank the guy you. who plays Bob's Burger he's also he's like going out with oh, them, Are you going to give a spoiler Janine Garofalo <laughs> be careful Yeah, sorry. He goes out with um her, and then he obviously has to die because he has to turn into a can of vegetables. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of there's loads of wackiness there that makes no sense. And just
2: things like when you watch the so the TV show is the first day of camp. Yeah. Um, and
1: this is a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel,
2: but all the characters are now, or all the actors are fifteen years older. So they have
1: to kind of. So I saw
2: an I listened to an interview with one of the director with the director, and he was saying that you know. When we started the movie, the actors were all 10 years too old to play teenagers yeah. anyway. So what's the big deal? Now it's been 15 years later. They're yeah. now 25 years too yeah. old.
3: What year it's set? Sorry, Paul similar. Rowan's in that. We haven't mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. And Paul Rowan's really good in it. He's good in the oh, film because yeah, yeah.
2: he plays a You've dick. never seen him play... I've never seen him play a jerk before. He's always sort of the... He's always kind of nice. And lovable guy in rom-coms. four
1: years after Clueless, I think. So it would have it been a bit of a... Oh, I forgot that he was in yeah. that. Mm, playing a nice guy, no, so he's playing Clueless a jerk. is... 99? No, this is from 1995. And oh, is 20, it? and this is... Oh, wow. So this is a few years after that, sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm, I love the fact that it made... <laughs> I love that. I do view box office, but 300,000 uh, at the box office in America. So basically, bombed. it would make that in Ireland. Like a film in Ireland makes that much, you know, yeah. um, or something in a weekend. And so it it basically it would be bombed, and yet... Uh, it had enough kind of clout for Netflix to say, you know what, this gives us a lot of kudos to go and make mm. a TV show. I mean, 15 because, years old. names. Yeah. yeah. Um, my sister watched the TV series, three episodes of it, without watching the... What did she uh, think? She did not really get it at all. And I think if you went that route into it, I, I suspect... Yeah. It well, then was, it's just
2: bizarre. Why are all these people jokes. in their 40s playing 16-year-olds?
3: Yeah, and all kind of jokes. So and you was, would miss so many jokes, like because yeah. there's a joke that... Niles is only in the TV show for like a second at the start and you'd be like oh, but like when you see that you're like oh
2: cool
0: yeah,
3: he's yeah, such yeah. a big character in the film and you're mm-hmm. like they had, there's no need for him to be in the TV show but it, they just kind of get him back to be like oh, brilliant. yeah, brilliant um, and yeah. then also
2: just when you see um, Christopher Maloney's character when he walks on just his appearance is drastically mm-hmm. different from what he looks like at the end of camp so you sort of are anticipating like Somehow he's going to have a complete makeover by yeah. the end of summer. Yeah.
3: The, the, I love that bit with the in the film the the kids kind of counselling the arts and crafts teacher. Oh yeah, I thought that was hilarious. They're that like was going, a really good scene. <laughs> yeah. and like you say, as
1: an assembly of kind of sketches. Yeah, and that yeah. worked really, really well. Yeah,
3: no, it's just some really, really good points in it, and uh, definitely worth watching. And it's it is mad that it it did totally bomb but so many people were able to I have it as come well, out I of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. Bradley Cooper came out of it unscathed, Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. um, loads of other people. Um, but then there was kind of, there's a guy in it called Michael Ian Black. Um, he is, he has the love scene which is kind of bit mad him and bradley cooper it's a pretty full-on oh yeah we um, haven't talked about that well, have you
2: heard the trivia about that is that what you're leading up to no 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 bradley cooper was interviewed on a talk show recently yeah as you know america's big heartthrob at the moment and the talk show host asked him what's your favorite on-screen kiss of all the actresses a-list actresses that you've kissed on screen who's your favorite and he said michael ian black
3: i'm oh, brilliant because uh, he's in, there was a TV show that used to be on Channel 4 as well called, I don't know what it was called, it might have been called Ed, but it was about a lawyer who owned a bowling alley. He went back to a small town <laughs> and he owned a bowling alley, but like Michael Ian Black was
0: in it. He, oh, really?
3: Yeah, he kind of run, ran the bowling alley and he's just mm. this weird oddball and uh, he's fantastic in it. So I kind of know him more so from
1: that and when he appeared in the film, I was like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, I didn't recognize him. Um, mm. But it was good and it was kind of fun that they had a gay bit in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so. it was kind of good. And it wasn't offensive. <laughs> no, it was actually quite no. well. Of for Revenge of the Nerds. So, yeah. um, it was set in 81, um, mm-hmm. so I suppose they were able to look back on the whole 80s thing with a bit more irony than Revenge of the Nerds as well. Yeah. but
2: And then there's a few things that are purposefully anachronistic. Um, that there are things that would not have been accurate in 1981 and that's not a continuity mistake that's just them like sort what? of having an in-joke well they do it much more obviously in the television series yeah but
3: someone has a computer or a phone or
2: someone oh, has an iPhone yeah someone has an iPhone, <laughs> someone's <laughs> someone's an iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> what is that <laughs> and then a character sneaks up and says like what's that metal thing <laughs> yeah um, I'd read in a trivia thing, that there's one or two cases of that that you can pick up on in the movie. Also, apparently,
3: yeah. Then the film seemed like a nightmare shoot, though. In that we documentary, it has a thing where basically, what's it, the
2: documentary
1: called? It's and is like, it on?
3: It's like Days of Thunder, maybe or something. It's on Netflix but it's anyway. Available it's available to watch. Yeah, yeah, you can it. you can watch it. It's about an hour and a half. It's not great, but it's kind of it's fun it
1: pissed rain for the entire basically that 30 days to shoot it it did look I did enjoy that with how bad the sky looked in most you know because yeah. you're thinking American summer camp sunny yeah. loveliness and then it was a nightmare it, it basically hadn't incredible.
3: rained in whatever it shot for about three years so then the monsoon decided to hit and they were like oh typical um, so yeah it was freezing cold basically anytime they were in their shorts or doing any of the bikini stuff um so yeah no it's, I was really glad to come across it uh, I think the film is way better than the TV show so definitely worth checking out the film
1: alright I guess we'll wrap up our uh, pod 34 then I don't know do we have any music from it that would wrap it up oh I think we should go with the theme tune it's pretty rocking yeah. happy with that yeah All uh, right. thanks for listening listen. uh, sorry thank thanks you very much so we for we contributing went. that oh, was kind of fun me. now you have to write up everything from it is that fine you take Did, the minutes you've done the minutes from this right no yeah. okay here, oh <laughs> Awkward.